There is an eagerly anticipated book that is being released Tuesday, uh, April the 18th. Fork Fight, Whisks, Risks, and Conflicts Behind the Restaurant Curtain. The author is Mark Brzezinski. You know him because of, well, because of all of the great things that he's done. Ten Star at Payway Asian Diner, Velvet Taco, Bond Shop. And for disclosure purposes, I'm a minority investor in one of his most recent endeavors. But Fork Fight chronicles uh, just that, the restaurant industry in, in Texas. Mark Brzezinski joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. Well, thank you very much, David. Good to be here again. This is really... I always appreciate being on. Well, and it's always good to have your insights. And this is a fascinating book because it gives us, it does give us that peek behind the curtain in this industry. Let me ask you the macro question. You are, you're a graduate of the best place there is for, you know, the hospitality industry is Cornell. Does Cornell give you an education and prepare you for what you've been through in your life, your 40 years of doing this? I know that's a loaded question, but yeah, I mean, from, from the technical side, 100%. I mean, uh, you, you, you learn all the, the machinations of, you know, managing P&Ls and marketing and learning about kitchens and how hotels work and, and you know, menus, making menus and drinking wine. And you, you run the gamut. But uh, when I was going to school, there wasn't an, an awful lot on the uh, – the, the joys and risks of entrepreneurship. Um, that's, that's, that's the route I went. Now, I did have two brothers before me that went to Cornell, and they both ended up in the, in the hotel business. Uh, I took a veer to the right and ended up in the restaurant business. So I think my experience and their experiences were, were completely different, yet we went to the same school. And, and you've been all over the, the spectrum. I mean, I mentioned, you know, 10 Star and Payway and Velvet Taco and the Bond Shop. But Bingo Coast was, uh, you know, an upscale Asian fusion restaurant that was, uh, unfortunately, a, a, a brief entry onto the, the North Texas scene. I guess you learn from all these experiences. Yeah, I mean, if there's a common theme through the book, uh, David, it's obviously that, uh, you, you know, each each experience, while having some commonality to them, each experience is entirely exclusive to that experience because of the people, typically because of the people involved and generally because the type of concept and where it fits in the in the landscape of restaurants that are uh, at that time doing well or or potentially not existing. So <clears throat> while we try to, you know, take the whole industry and try to, you know, singularize it sometimes, so much is dependent upon that the type of restaurant, the type of people that you go into business with, the timing of when you're going into it, the type of ethnic cuisine you're choosing. Yeah, yeah there's, they're all common restaurants, but they're all completely different animals. Like, and, and the people are fascinating, too, because that's the, that's the interesting thing about, you know, where this book is in North Texas, because this has become, I, I guess, the center of the country for a lot of dining. And I, I think a lot of it goes back to Norman Brinker, who sort of ran a university on, you know, on, on the restaurant business. You came into town, though, really with one of one of the people who had followed him, uh, Phil Romano, right, to help with him? Yeah, it was kind of a parallel thing, right? Because when I came up to Dallas from Houston, um, Brinker was at that time not as, as broad as it became. Brinker at that time really just had chilies and had Romano's Macaroni Grill. So um, I ended up in the Romano's Macaroni Grill house, so to speak, and uh, 
because of the way Macaroni Grill was growing, uh, I think that incentivized Brinker to do other concepts. So it, it really kind of morphed into the, the Brinker that most people knew in the late 90s and early 2000s, right about when I got there. Not saying it was because of me, but because of that, we go back to the timing issue, right? Things all happen at different times. Just so happened to be in the early 90s when Brinker decided that uh, being a multi-unit concept, being multi-concept restaurant company was the way to go. And obviously, I mean, Phil Romano was very successful with his macaroni grill and, and his endeavors. But what is it, what is it that makes something click why why does why do some of these restaurants and these concepts work and some don't i mean everybody right now is opening hot chicken i mean not everybody's got to be successful selling hot chicken are they well it's, it's I'm, I'm smiling while you say that because ironically i'm out here at the the uh restaurant leadership conference it's held every year out here at scottsdale and one of the slides yesterday uh, about just general trends in the restaurant business was that Dave's Hot Chicken was the fastest growing, highest growth company in our industry, which includes, as you know, thousands and thousands of concepts. They grew at a rate of 156% last year, which is like, it, it's unheard of, right? Um, but it's, that's what I'm saying. It's the trend. If you try to get on that trend a year from now, you probably won't do well. If you got on the trend two years ago, you're probably riding the, the crest of that wave. So it's it's a timing issue. I don't think there's there's much more market for that out there. So bad time to get in on that trend. And so on to the next on to the next big thing, I guess. Yeah, yeah. You really you really gotta gotta have your finger on the pulse and that's why I think traveling around, seeing what other people are doing and always being on top of uh, things not only in your own home territory, but across the country and sometimes even across the globe is so important. I guess deep, deep pockets must help a lot. Can, uh, can you can uh, you hold out a can you uh, save a bad concept, a flawed concept with deep pockets? Um, I don't know. That's, that's a great question. I think that ultimately the, the consumer tells you how long and that'll last if they're willing to spend money on it and continue to spend money on it. It is really tough to keep a failing concept alive if people haven't embraced it and or if there's some kind of outside influence like we had in 2008 through 2010, which was unfortunately the, the heart of when Bengal tried to make a go of it, or COVID, the last, you know, the 2020 to 2021 or two, depending upon what type of service, full service restaurant you had. Uh, there are outside influences, but generally the strong survive. Yeah. You know, I think COVID and Uber and the advent of two income families. So people not cooking at home like they used to, but then going back and working from home. These have got to all be game changers for your industry. Ab absolutely. And even one slide yesterday showed the dip in uh, restaurant visits based upon the price of gasoline. Which, which, you know, is kind of, you, you'd never think about it, but you, it was a remarkable dip during the time when, when gasoline was going for, you know, that, that five, six dollar a gallon kind of price range a couple of years ago. And amazing as the price of gasoline started to ease, uh, sure enough, the curve started going back up. So even influences you don't even think about when you get up and 
put a key in your door or unlock your restaurant, even influences you're not aware of are affecting your business. So, so let's talk a little bit about the book, uh, Fork Fight. Yeah, Whisks, Risks, Conflicts Behind the Restaurant Curtain. Simon Schuster says it's like like Anthony Bourdain's Kitchen Confidential. Um uh, you name names in this book. Mm, yeah, yeah, of course I do. But I want to be very—I want to be very clear. I'm—I'm I'm very complimentary. I mean, I—I'm more positive about people in the yeah. book and the people who have had an influence on me than I am negative. Is there negative in the book? Absolutely. It's an honest book. If, uh, as I tell people, if somebody was a jerk or somebody wasn't good to people when I work with them, I—I I call them out on it. I don't—I don't. I don't uh, mince any words when it comes to you know the the negative effect that some people in our industry have had on the people that worked with them Uh, some of it affected the restaurant business some of it didn't affect the restaurant business and only affected people but in either regard i'm telling i'm writing an honest book and uh, a lot of people have come to me and been very uh, complimentary of the way that i've done that it's a good read so You've had over 120 restaurant openings uh, in your career. Um, what's the most memorable? Wow. Um, you know, it, it, I don't think I've ever been asked that question, but it's it's something I don't have to think about very long. The most memorable one was the one that uh, was really my purest vision of a restaurant uh, at a time, unfortunately, that the, the economy wasn't doing. It would have been Bengal Coast. Bengal Coast was was a completely original idea. I'd, I'd done my homework. I'd studied Indian and, and Malaysian and Southeast Asian food. I wanted to merge them all together. Uh, we use the word fusion probably too much, but it really was a fusion of flavors. Uh, we called it uh, the other Asia uh, because nothing like that was being done. I studied you know, restaurants in New York. Uh, I studied restaurants in India. I studied restaurants in London. Uh, just it was so much went into that restaurant and so much money unfortunately uh, that i end up losing but that no doubt about it is is the first thing i think about when i think about the entire experience of creating opening and trying to make a new restaurant successful well it's a fascinating book i I mean especially for us in north texas because we we know all the names and many of the players but i would think that uh probably pretty interesting for the industry i'll be interested to find out how the reception is out there in scottsdale among the uh, the industry yeah it's been it's been really positive i mean it's brand new right and like anything new you know people just kind of look at it like a bird you know that kind of twitches its head a little looks at it sideways trying to figure out what it is um i think dallas will definitely be the the springboard for the book because that's where i live and and that's where most people will know me from. But, you know, David, you've read the book, I think. It's, it talks about travels to Italy. It talks about my work in China with Yum Brands. It talks about, you know, my, my visit to India to study uh, Indian food. It's, it's really a global book that happens to be based in Dallas and has concepts that started in Dallas and ended up expanding across the country and in some regards uh, outside of the country internationally. Mark Brzezinski, the author of Fork Fight. Good to have you with us. We wish you much luck with the book. Thank you very much, David. I look forward to maybe doing a follow-up. Who knows? Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson. News Radio 1080 KRLD.